Uh, actually, I'll just make a withdrawal of a $10 bill, and uh, I mean, I, Alexander Hamilton's got a pretty sexy kisser. Not too bad. Not That'll too bad. do. Not too bad. Normally, I'm a Lincoln man, but uh, it's Saturday. I prefer a ones. I like the eye on the pyramid. <laughs> the guy in prison showed me how to origami a bill up so that the eye looked like a glory hole. Nice. <laughs> yeah, that was what so the eye in the pyramid was. The, the old pharaoh's glory hole. <laughs> but, uh, if you know, you know. The symbol of knowledge. <laughs> and trust. Because <laughs> that is an eye at some point in the glory hole, if you think about it. Who's yeah. in there? Anyone? Oh, oh, customers. Yeah. Showtime. I don't have a bill in front of me, but doesn't it say like in God we trust? Like where there's like I said, the glory hole is ultimate trust. That is a trust fall. Everyone involved. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't they do that at corporate retreats? Instead of trust falls and whatever other crap. Just suck each other off. <laughs> yeah, but you bring in like you're in the meeting room and then they, they bring in just a wall with a hole and then <laughs> you know, on one side and you're on the other. Let's go. Now Thompson, it seems like you're having a little trouble uh, trusting trusting Jenkins there. Uh, Jenkins, why don't you get behind the wall? Jenkins, get behind the wall. <laughs> now look, he's going to try to help you out, but you've got to trust him. Yeah. Hey, I was I was behind the wall last week. Are you sure you guys don't want to <laughs> want to rotate so we all get an experience? No, Jenkins, you go ahead. You're so trustworthy, ahead, Jenkins. <laughs> the first time that that happened with a facilitator, a, a consultant, just he's like, so. uh... He sees the snack tray. Here, he gets a bagel, and he's like, "Now, Jenkins, get behind this bagel." <laughs> Just improvised, you know. Flip chart and a bagel. Uh, hold on, let me let me butter up in the middle of that. Okay, there we go. Get behind the bagel. <laughs> yep. Sorry, it's got raisins in it. Just go with it. Without disturbs the solemn order of our sacred podcasthood. Preserver of the sacred podcast, a humble listener asks but the sole privilege of becoming a member of Little Captain Travis. Indeed, this neophyte has proven themselves worthy by listening to all 289 episodes of Free Legal Advice Podcast. Even the Cracker episodes? Oh, preserver of the sacred podcast. Even episodes such as What Are Good Foods? And the 12 Kung Fu episodes. Most exalted bailiff, admit this neophyte to the inner sanctum. Listener, that's you hearing this now. You who seek to become a member of Little Captain Travis. Fear not, for the brothers are about to show you the way of truth fellowship and brotherly love so can i stick the sacred plunger up their ass yet prepare the sacred plunger (laughs) but first this week on the free legal advice podcast we talk about secret societies welcome to the inner sanctum uh you can see the candles lit Uh, uh your eyes are bound now but we will be unbinding them shortly the sacred plunger, it, uh, it might chafe a little bit at first, but you, uh, I, think you'll, I think you'll get used to it. You might find if you it go second, it's a lot even... easier. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so we're going to talk about secret societies this week. Um, I'm not sure if we should be, if we should be like scared of, of doing this, if, uh, if there's going to be retribution, retribution 
Will we be right? You know, it seems like secret societies are generally have some, you know, powerful connections and things like that. But I suppose that's what, that's the service we're doing here at Free Legal Advice Podcast. We, we aren't afraid. We are giving you the straight truth on these uh, secret organizations. Well, I'd like to start with what is a secret society? What are we talking about? And of course, Wikipedia defines it as an organization whose activities, events, inner functioning, or membership are concealed. So I feel like if any one or multiple of those parts are concealed, then perhaps we can consider it a secret society. Uh, if your activities are concealed, so that I think, what if no one listens to this podcast? Does that make us a secret no, society? This is a secret no one, no one society. Has, oh, yeah, no one has any idea what is going I was about on. About to here. say, this is a secret society right here. Now, concealment does not necessarily imply intent to hide. Yeah. I mean, we're you know we're out there, but we're hiding in plain sight. There are dozens of us. Dozens. We have a code name for the members so that they mm-hmm. can remain anonymous. Yes, as is their preference. Well, I I think we're. This sounds like we're we're actually pretty close to being a secret society, and I want to I want to make sure that you know we up our game here and make this really official. Uh, so so we're close, but let's talk about some secret societies that exist uh, before we kind of create our own or perfect our own. I have thought of several tiers. I have three tiers of secret societies. Um, you could think of it as kind of small, medium, large, but I have them at secret handshake, secret paddling, and secret world domination. <laughs> and uh, perhaps the ones that you guys perhaps have thought of, you can kind of think of what category it might fit in as we talk through those. So let's start with secret handshake. This could be your little orphan Annie secret society. Um, you got your decoder ring, and only the inner circle knows what the what Pierre Andre is uh, <laughs> is transmitting, and you know you get the honors and benefits. But like, um, it it's something that's secret. It creates this kind of membership, and you know you're not doing anything nefarious, but it's uh, I don't want to say it's kid stuff. The the first secret handshake I was given was during a Boy Scout event, in which I was joining like the Order of the Arrow or some sort of thing, and at the end of like a day of sweaty labor and terrible service and all this like nonsensory like a, it was like a weekend and it was just it was a big thing, and then. We're sitting around a fire at night. It's like very hush-hush secret society. And the counselors are coming by. We're in a ring. One counselor starts on one end, one on the other. And they're going around. And they whisper in your ear the secret word. And they reach down and give you the secret handshake. And the counselor that got to me first was one of ours. And unfortunately, he was also a man who had been horribly burned as a younger man. And so... So his, like, fistful of, like, shrimped-up things, like... Just, just, I just, I just like end up grabbing like his, like, his, like, <laughs> spent burnt out cigarette. Oh, holy Moses. I was so pissed. I didn't learn the secret handshake. <laughs> it has stuck with me this whole time. And his, like, you guys know this gentleman. He was, he was well meaning, but also he leaned down and whispered to me and he was like, yes. So I think that's the secret word. I think I just let that out. So I didn't get either. 
And yeah. I want this so bad. <laughs> you gotta have the secret <laughs> if handshake. If you see a bowl of cocktail shrimp, <laughs> it, mm. it looked like... And stubbed out cigarettes. Like um. this. Grant, this guy, you did not... You weren't in Boy Scouts, and this no. guy was probably... Maybe he wasn't doing it by then. Anyway, when he was a young man, he was working in a, a garage, a gas station. He was underneath a car... So like halfway underground, and the thing blew mm-hmm. up, or there was a big fire. So waist up, he was horribly burned, horribly mm-hmm. burned, and fingers were like kind of fused together. <laughs> and <laughs> it's, I mean, it's a tragic I, I, situation. I, I'm not However, trying to make fun of him, just right for, but, for an accurate description, he looked like Admiral Akbar. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm taking it as a serious thing. He was trapped underneath that car. <laughs> Rewind and hear me laugh when Corey said that his hand looked like a shrimp bowl. <laughs> Something about like a bowl of shrimp. Shrimp Yeah. So that was accurate. Well, I get. Hmm. Again, How are you going to get not, a secret not, handshake not to, from that? It's not fair. Yes, that's the thing. Not trying to make fun of him or, or, or anything like that, but to learn a secret handshake from someone whose digits don't work. Right. That, yeah. that that's why what I'm saying, what I'm trying to get to is for our. Free legal advice, secret handshake. Can we do it like entering a password on an email account where you have to do it twice to make sure you got it right? <laughs> I don't want to get screwed again. <laughs> so, Could you give me so you one more time? Oh, the pinky. Uh, uh, <laughs> these do match. So you get a, uh, you're saying you get an email that you then have to click and confirm? I'm saying two people are giving it to you. And like, it's like, did these two match? Yeah, I got it. I found. Yeah, okay. Oh, you're talking nuclear sub. Uh, co- <laughs> yes. to turn two keys at the, the same goes. time. Okay. Yeah, let's just not assume okay. that one guy with his stubbed out shrimp knew how to give it to you. Now, Corey, can I ask yeah. how often yeah. did you need to use the order of the arrows secret handshake? Hey, Ben, let me ask. How often could I? <laughs> yeah. Never. Yeah, I was also in the Order of the Arrow. And mood here's point. the thing. Mood point. When you're in the Order of the Arrow, they give you a sash to wear that shows that you're in the Order of the Arrow. Oh, yeah. Really the sash to... just says, shh. Yeah. <laughs> I like the idea, though, of like, at camp, you go and knock on a tent, and there's a little flap that slides <laughs> on the tent. It's like, oh, what's a password? <laughs> I set this tent up. I could untie it and knock it over. Yeah, yeah. let him in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, Corey, you nailed it. Order of the Arrow was the one other example I wrote under the secret handshake because, but it's 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 hitting on some of these things. It's got these like rituals. Wait, there's fire. Can, you're, you're, can Matt and Ben do the secret I handshake? Uh, I don't remember what it is because uh, I'm an adult. So I don't remember if I was in it, and it makes me think I might not be. Probably not, loser. You had to get probably voted not. by your fellow campers as like who are the who are the boss ass dudes. You were not a real ass dude, so I was not a boss ass dude. I remember it being sold as some, some sort of like wimpy level of hazing, like oh they're they're gonna make you work for yeah, it. Sure. It's gonna be tough out there. Like I don't I it's don't have any cake. idea of. You know what's funny though? So our task, it, we our ceremony and stuff was at the end of the camp season, like the summer camp season. Uh, hey, we were just had an episode about summer camp, but Camp Barry to close it down the like hard war labor we did we closed down the camp basically like we did shit of like yeah. cleaning up the campsites and putting shit away for the season and it's like oh, who's gonna do all this let's make brilliant. a secret society that does it yes yeah. <laughs> yeah. exactly exactly god this Ooh, job sucks pretty much what that was we can't it's gonna be hard to even get the kids to do this job that's gonna suck by the way then does that make this world domination mm. anyway <laughs> In a sense. all i know is we essentially joined the esoteric order of janitors 
Um, <laughs> because it was like, put them picnic tables away. Um, uh, let's take all this trash away. Oh, you're also fasting, so we're not feeding you. We didn't get fed. Because yeah. they were like, oh, fasting's good for you. So, like, we didn't get fed lunch. We got a meal at the end of the day. Like, yeah, it was just like, well, there's no food left. And put these benches away. Who's going to move this trash? Yeah. And then I, oh, and the hazing was while you, you had to camp outside. Because all the tents were down. So you had to camp yeah. on your own and rough it. Because all the tents were down. You just took them all down. And then uh, they would, like, like, cut up hot dogs and throw them around and let, like, wild animals, like, come near your stuff. <sighs> got me. The feet, yeah. The features of the event were all the things that they were like the hurdles that they saw to doing this. Like we could get the kids to do it. <laughs> well, there isn't any food. They gotta fast. Okay. Well, we gotta <laughs> clean the tents up. Where are they gonna sleep? They gotta rough it. Yeah. <laughs> what are they gonna get from this? No. Uh, we'll teach them a secret handshake and a word. Uh, is burnt guy coming. <laughs> this is. Uh... <laughs> This is cult-like in the sense that you want to be the leader and not the follower here. Like you, oh, It's yeah. good to make oh, yeah. up the thing, right. but then being part yeah. of the thing seems to suck. Yeah, that actually, that's a good point. This That may start to veer more into cult, because I think it, as definition of a secret society, it isn't some sort of, like, there's not a leader of a secret society who's revered amongst the others, and there's not... Uh, Kind of this hierarchy, so that that might all right uh, start to. But there should be hazing. Into... In third grade, well, yeah, I mean, there's in, hazing. There's going to be hazing. In third grade, I created a club that hated the one annoying girl in our class that used to chase me around and like snap my suspenders and stuff. Uh, it was just me and my friends, and then one other kid that wanted to be in it, and we gave him a temporary membership card. But I made little membership cards. This is like a handshaky secret society, right? This the OFU, the original no, flavor. No, 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 no. That's another one. I can't talk about that one anymore. <laughs> that's world domination. Yeah, that's world domination. We're not there yet. This was the Lead Busters. So that bitch. And now she's dead. Yeah! Fucker! Oh, yeah, she died horribly. Mission died. accomplished. Everybody died. Also, yeah. as soon as Ben said she snapped my suspenders, I was like, guys, I'd love to form a group that would just snap Ben's suspenders at whim. <laughs> Now I want to do it. She was right. Suspenders to school. Yeah. Is this 1931? Mom, I went to a Catholic school. Did you we spin had to a hoop Mom to school too on your way? <laughs> they were blue pants, like royal. Grant, the color of your sound absorbing Short royal pants. blue pants with black suspenders. They were like part of the pants, and I was like, "Hey, suspenders, this is fun." And then she liked me, so she would like chase me around oh, boy. and whip me. You know, I hated it. Good thing she's dead now. But anyway, suspenders. Yeah, that's a horrible death. Was in yeah, she horribly. was she was working as a mechanic at a garage mm-hmm. and big fire. Yes, Ben in his short pants and his propellered beanie mm-hmm. uh, look, <laughs> and a lolly. Of course, he's yes. <laughs> and I had a lolly. Yeah, big old My lolly got lolly. dirty. It fell down. <laughs> she chased me. Doesn't stop you though. Okay, let's step up the game. Uh, our secret paddling level. Um, this is where I, it's. I think probably similar to the secret handshake, but just now more adults. And I think at the low end of your secret paddling, you've got your your odd fellows, right? Um, along oh, yeah. with your moose, elk, caribou, and other ungulates, <laughs> other and ungulates. Wh- whatever Grant word, whatever word Grant made up about whatever, even hares and rabbits and... last week. There's no lagomorphs, um, okay? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's no lagomorph societies. They're all ungulates. That actually sounds like a better society name, though. The the, the Lagomorph Society? It doesn't matter. Lagomorph is a step down. Ungulate, step up. Okay, real quick. 
real quick while we're here, shout out to 100% not a listener, Josh, who is a member of the Elks Club. And the Elks Club is the like entry level secret society. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, what's the handshake? He's like, 35 bucks a month. Like, that's, <laughs> that's what it is. Uh, it's yeah. real chill. And I've been to several with Josh because he's like, you just walk in. Come on. Like, is that a secret society or is that a secret club? And is there a difference? I don't know. Well, one of the things that I think is important is a clubhouse. Uh, secret societies generally have some sort of meeting location. And I'm guessing at the Elks Club, well, which, you know, they, they have a club. There's probably some sort of insignia or elk you can antlers tell. or something hanging up on the regalia. wall. Regalia. Um, regalia, as it were. Uh, and... I don't know how, what kind of rituals they might have, um, but that, that's why I say that's kind of the low end. I, I actually think they probably have less secret society-like stuff than uh, the other half, or the, probably mm-hmm. more the top half of secret paddling of this, which is fraternities. Um, mm, yeah, which, like you know, those are those are like McDonald's level secret societies. Let's get the roots, Chris. Let's go. Exactly. Let's get deep into the, the high end. McCormick yeah. and Schmicks. As we're going up this list of like fraternity is slightly above a lodge, uh, the higher up you go, the more you can, the more nonsense you can ascribe to them. Because like by the time you get to like the Illuminati or like the Bilderberger, it's like here's what they like. It could be anything. It could be absolutely anything. The lower it is, you're like, yeah, they have three free drinks on Saturday. Yes. By the time you're up to frat, yeah. you're like, they abuse women. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like it's just rape in the middle. So yeah. Yeah. As the only qualified member of this podcast to talk about uh, fraternities, uh, let me tell you: there's handshakes, there's uh, there you're, you're, there's ceremonies and regalia. Mm-hmm. There's uh, we're talking robes and other various paraphernalia involved. Were there titles, Matt? You're you're wearing robes, but was it just like grab one out of the bin because they're colorful, or is it like the blues over here, yellow sash over here? I I mean, I can't... I can speak in generalities. I'm not here about to divulge the secrets of my fraternity. Um, But one thing, you you mentioned the Order of the Arrow... Well, (laughs) okay, you mentioned Order of the Arrow, you're wearing a sash. It's like, hey, look, I'm in the secret club. Now, fraternities do the exact same thing. Literally, oh, yeah. the whole cool part of it is you get to wear your fraternity letters on a. You live in a house with the house um, with the fraternity name written real big, three big, right. the big Greek letters right on the house. <laughs> What's with the letters? It's yeah. a secret. However, I imagine other secret societies have this kind of thing where, you, let's say, you're in a scenario where you're not at the house and you're not wearing the letters. How can you recognize somebody out in public without? You know, you're not going to say, hey, were you in this fraternity? That would just blow the cover. Right. Uh, but there are secret ways to identify, you know, one guy makes a sign like maybe he hey, holds that guy his looks elbow like a up and the other one like... I wonder if he's in a fraternity. Hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. You're kind of like, I, I bet he looks like he would be really lax about date rape. Like maybe if I go over and like wink at him and like, you know, pull my left lapel... He'll, uh, I'm taking notes. Right left lapel. And... Left lapel. Matt, are there yes, secret signs you. like maybe if I rub my foot against his in the stall next to mine? <laughs> Could be. Hey, were you in a frat? <laughs> well, that's where the, all the symbolism comes in of the the glory hole, the Illuminati sign. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> after you tap, after mm-hmm. you tap your feet. 
See you. Yeah. Uh, the eyeball. It's all there. Two ups in a row. Uh, so I think this is, uh, before we get to secret world domination level, like this is, I think, your kind of meat and potatoes of secret society. There's a lot of secret shit going on behind those doors, but you... Um, you know, you still you know that the person is in the in that uh, particular organization. Matt, and you you're right that that's the top of this level because you can push the limits. Go to Harvard and Skull and Bones, and right now we are talking about level three, right? Yes, that's my first secret world domination is Skull and Bones, and your uh, to a lesser extent your wolf's heads, your squirrels and keys. Can um, I can I just throw in there for Skull and Bones? Uh, for the name of our secret society, can we call it Skill and Bones, which is also the name of my R&B group? <laughs> At your Skull and Bones level, like, okay, yeah, you're Phi Kappa Tall, and that's kind of cool, but uh, Skull and Bones, that's like, oh shit, you went, uh, you you got an invite to George Bush's yacht last week to talk about yeah. secret yacht stuff that that they, that the the yachtsmen do. Mm-hmm. Um, we have three presidents who were skull and bones. Um, and I think, uh, I thought to be a skull and bones, you had to be related to three presidents. I'm surprised it's only three. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there is George Bush senior, George Bush jr. Mm-hmm. Two different George Jeb Bush. Jeb didn't make the cut. Yeah. Isn't He's that awesome? George. Uh, okay. Total shitheads all, but still, still. It's pretty awesome that at home it's like, oh, hey, Dad. Yeah, you want to do that secret? Hey, Jeb, can you do... Oh, shit, I guess you can't do that thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. You're going to have to go in the other room. Uh, Dad and I are going to talk about <laughs> secret stuff. We're going to do some secret some secret George Bush stuff. It's uh, yep. it's only for George Bushes. Why do you need yep. the Xbox? <laughs> we're going to play Halo. <laughs> it's a secret. Mm-hmm. But while we Halo do it, we're going to put our feet... Un- we're going to tap our feet under the stall while we play Xbox. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> How do you think I got to be president? <laughs> well, speaking of presidents, we got we would be we have to talk about the Freemasons. Freemasons. Uh, nearly, nearly one third of our presidents have been Freemasons, um, and I think just by that virtue, it suddenly you know it makes people think, oh well, there must be a conspiracy there. They're all they're all presidents and they're all part of this thing. But um, no other option. I, I also think that uh, it, it, if you have one of the world's probably most populous fraternal organizations, then some of them, yes, are probably going to be uh, presidents. But um, what do you all know about the Freemasons? Uh, we used to live, well, oh, you wow. go to in any lodge. major city. <laughs> let, me, let me take a step back. You go to major cities, some of the coolest freaking buildings you're going to see are Masonic temples. There are some really badass structures, like awesome architecture, really cool. Um, you know, I was married Gothic. in a former actually, Masonic temple. Oh uh, uh, yeah, that yeah, building yeah. was, and they had a bunch of really cool rooms with uh, neat designs everywhere. Yeah, for sure. It was decommissioned, yeah. so the paddles didn't. You couldn't paddle anyone. anymore. Oh yeah, they're they like you bolted, you bolted down. Yeah, yep, yep. Poured yep. lead in them, like the cannon at the park when we were kids. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes. Exactly. So that those goddamn teens don't bring their ordinance over to the park and start firing it off. <laughs> <laughs> and start shelling the what? Really? Did that, I've that got necessary? some 45 millimeter shells. Let's take them to the park and shoot them up in the cannon. Oh, don't. We haven't yet done our explosions, uh, explosives episode, but don't think that someone wouldn't 
put some fireworks <laughs> down there and fuck her. Don't, don't think they wouldn't try it. Uh, don't think I would admit to on a podcast uh, thinking about it. <laughs> um, so I, I say, I talk about their architecture because we lived down the street from uh, the Freemason Temple in our town. Um, Good Lord. Not quite as grand. Uh, I don't know if you <laughs> not used quite as grand. I think feral cats were the only things that used that building, but I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. I saw a raccoon once, too. But they were the top level feral cats, Ben. Like they were the ones who were pulling all the strings <laughs> in the feral cat world. Let me paint you a picture. They were connected. Imagine, imagine a cabin, and you're like, what a weird beer sign out front. Oh, wait, it's a Masonic Lodge. It no, looked like Corey. a beer sign. And then you're like, what, what type of beer is Masonic Lodge? Oh, oh, this is their thing. <laughs> there was a cabin, but next to it was a white building that next was the Masonic was Temple. The, I know. White, I know. Weird. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. The, I, I don't remember it perfectly. Like there Were was they a, connected? Was it like a facade of like brick, but the back, it was just one of those like metal shed kind of buildings? I, I don't think, think so. in their mind. It was weird and white no, and It was bumpy. just like a weird like house, kind of old okay. crappy house. But yeah. I think Masonic is Stucco. their version of like... They were not actually associated with the Freemasons. It's Masonic, you know, Masonish. Masonic. Masonish. Masonish. I think think that's the way they meant it. Some Masonish temple. Yeah, I know some Masonish hands. It resembles. What's that? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But I think this gets to the crux of why secret societies are cool because. None of us have ever been in that little hut. Sure, no. we're gonna make fun of it now in this podcast, <laughs> but goddamn it, don't you want to always? Didn't you always? What's going on in as there? A kid, There's not I, even any as windows. A kid, it's like, what's going on in there? What's going on? It's fucking fascinating, and I we can only we are only left to assume that they're planning, um, you know, world affairs. Exactly. Like that's the thing. It's like I'm, it's you, you never suspect that the world is being controlled from that little crappy building, <laughs> but it is. <laughs> right. It, I mean, you no, saw that no little dumb. Shit shack. But if they invited you, would you go? Of course. I would dress Absolutely. up. Absolutely. I yeah, mean, Secret Absolutely. Society is like a validation that you're all right. It's like, some of us are going to go over there. Hey, you want to go? Oh, yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're not inviting Larry. Hey, all right. That was the whole thing about like, you got to have a secret handshake and a banner to let people know you're in this. <laughs> you have to be able to broadcast it, but also be above other, like you have to be above normies, but let the normies know you're above them. Yeah, that's, it's very, it's a very like megaphone, don't listen to me kind of thing. Like you yeah. need everyone to know, but you also need them not to know at the same time. And that's kind of <laughs> what they spend all their time doing is figure out how to accomplish that. I, I did go into a pretty grand-ass Mason Hall in New York City. Um, I was part of a secret society put on by John Hodgman, the mm. humorist uh, John Hodgman. He started this show in Brooklyn called Secret Society, and it, it was, I think, first just kind of a, a joke name, but it was um, his show to kind of like work out material. It's like a small show. This isn't... I'm gonna tell jokes and like, hey, it's gonna let's keep it keep it a secret here because I'm just fucking around with shit and you know working on material. But over a couple of years, it really it built into this whole thing. He he, we had membership cards that were punched at the door, and we would take an oath in the beginning, and um, you know it was it was a real it was if you got it one year if you had enough punch cards on your secret uh, card, you were invited to this like grand spectacular, which was held 
at this uh, Freemason hall that like he had been dying to tr- like he was like I want to know what's in there and then he finally had like enough celebrity clout to like get uh, to put a show on in there and yeah it was pretty cool you know like re- all the pictures of like the grand poobahs on the wall for oh, over the last sweet. you know like hundred years and their weird outfits and robes and like display cases of gavels and sashes and things um, but yeah it was pretty sweet so Corey you did mention. A secret society of members who wear hoods and have some regalia. Are they, are they a world dominant? What what category do we put them in? I I know a fair, I know a decent amount about that uh, that group as uh, a Boy Scout project in our hometown was once to help clean out a uh, storage unit just chock full of uniforms a gentleman that owned one of the two restaurants in our hometown uh had been a bit of a historian and had collected these over the years and was like what the fuck do i do with this shit they go in the storage uh, shed probably they should be it was offered as thrown away it was supposed to be like hey this is supposed to be like shipped off to like the smithsonian and let them deal with this poison Mm. And even like the Boy Scout leader was like, this is too unsavory for an Eagle Scout project. You guys should all just abandon this. But uh, I was told that there were two clans. There used to be a clan that just hated people and they were terrible. And now it's uh, then it got revived and now it's much more militant and whatever. All terrible. But the the old clan was organized. I remember seeing a chart and I had to look it up. Organization is key, Matt. If you're going to take over the world, if you're going to get to this level, organization is key. So... An empire was ruled by an imperial wizard staffed by the genii, the genii and the Grand Shabaldin, which oversaw <laughs> the realms, ruled by a Grand Dragon and his eight squires, which oversaw the dominions, which were ruled by the Grand Titan and his six furies, which oversaw the provinces, which was ruled by a Grand Giant and his four goblins, uh, which ruled smaller dens, which had a Grand Cyclops, two Nighthawks, and a Grand Turk. The judiciary it's too bad they of all use of such cool ass shit for such a bunch of assholes. You got to get to Nighthawk before you're like, I'll take that one. Yeah, <laughs> I want to be a goblin or a Nighthawk? titan. They're okay. The judiciary council. Look, you can't be a grand clan. wizard, but I'm still gonna use Nighthawk. Nighthawk's cool. Fuck you. You don't get to take Nighthawk from me. <laughs> you don't get that word. We're reclaiming it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I'm surprised they don't spell it stupidly. Uh, their judiciary council is the Council of Yahoos. Um, mm-hmm. it's just a, it's just a multi-level marketing scheme of selling robes and stuff. It's amazing. <laughs> it sounds to me like at each level, they just, you know, you're kind of like, fuck, there's so many tiers above me. I'm, I don't want to join this low. And it's like, but you get to make up your title at each level. So every time they brought in a new tier, like, we're going <laughs> to, I'm a Cyclops. And then uh-huh. they, I'm, I'm going to be fuck. a Nighthawk. And what are going to be? Each, all the way down. I'm a wizard. Wizard's taken. Wizard's at the top. Oh, God fuck. damn it. All right, all right, all right. A guy comes <laughs> running up sweaty. Hey, you told me if I sold 100 robes, I could also be a dragon? I did it. And you're like, cool, because I sold some, and now I'm now I'm the Grand Poobah. They're like, fuck. How many robes do I got to sell to be a Poobah? Well, let's sit down. Let's talk. Now, there is another level uh, of secret society beyond oh? secret world domination level. It's the secret so secret that the secret itself is secret. I, I don't, you know, this is your Bilderberg Trilateral Commission Illuminati level. Mm. They're so secret that they don't wear, they don't have a clubhouse. They don't wear sashes. Um, and because of that, I don't know how much we can even talk about them. Uh, 
one, because what do we know? And two, because they, we don't want them to hear us talking about them, right? Matt, mm-hmm. this is the mm-hmm. ultimate power. You don't know what they do, so it could be anything. Could be <laughs> anything. But the problem with this is in order to believe that these things are real, you have to believe that there's someone cool enough to be part of something called the Illuminati. Or the Trilateral Commission. Those are both awesome fucking names. No one's awesome enough to deserve to be in those things. Therefore, they do not exist. So, the reality... by the, This is some awesome shit, by the way. This is, this is true, what I'm telling you. A guy invented the Illuminati, a German dude, in... Maybe this is the seven, late 1700s or something. Maybe early 18. I think it's late 17. He invents this thing because he wants... It's because he wants to be cool. And he invents that, you know, it's this ancient society. But he just invents yes, it. Yes, of course. And some of it is so they can print um, scientific and secular things and distribute them because the church is like, blah, 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 you know, cracking down on scientific crap. But whatever. Okay. It, it, it gets popular. Then people freak out. It gets outlawed. At one point, a guy who has written down, like, this is our goal is to print and secretly distribute stuff and blah, 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 and do some subversive stuff. But mildly subversive. Way far away from... Uh, world domination. This is some guys at university. This is university nerds. He's riding his horse to Brandenburg or whatever, some German city. He gets struck by lightning and his journal is recovered and they're all like, oh, a secret society. And it's preserved to this day. You can go and read this guy's journal about his shit or you can at least see it in a museum in Germany. But the motherfucker is zotzed by lightning. <laughs> that, that is somehow... Very cool. It's sucky for him. Very cool. And that also seems to add to some kind of mystique to all of this crap. But, like, I got to write down the rules of my little secret silly-ass society and then blammo. And a guy just goes, look at this. Here, okay. this guy I'm is having very, a society. very tall metal plumes back then. <laughs> yeah. That's why they don't have them anymore. They that was part of the uniform. The secret society had long, uh, yeah, <laughs> metallic mm-hmm. plumes. They shortened them for World War One. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to start like waving like golf clubs during lightning storms with a notebook full of nonsense around. <laughs> it just says I'm <laughs> just a, just a <laughs> Oh shit, this dude must have been It says awesome. fake a secret this society. This dude must have been off the fucking hook. Oh my god. I I like that it's it kind of sounds like, you know, he he wrote this stuff down and he was having fun. He's like, "Well, I think I I'm going to go tell people that this is just uh, you know, just a fun little idea that I had." And then he gets killed on his way to do it. So then like all we're left to do is uh spread shitty rumors that uh, you know, someone finds a journal that tells the truth, but then it goes through telephone like five different ways yeah. and he's not around anymore to like It's explain. from it's from Life of Let's, Brian. Uh, it's from a group of students who are tired of because, you know, schools were controlled by the church too. And then, you know, well, we're not allowed to talk about this or this or this. And it's like, well, we want to publish books about this. It's kind of the dawn of the Age of Enlightenment. Let's let's tell, let's tell print some books and then just, you know, spread them around. Yeah. And then it's that gets telephone gamed into there's a secret society of people trying to change the world and take over the world. And when I was learning about this, it was a, that that's a direct line to QAnon. <laughs> 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 of, well... Uh, yeah, there's a bunch of people putting robots in you and whatever else, and yep. So it starts pretty fun, and then yeah, eats ass after that. But you know, ass yeah. eating's making well, a comeback too. So there you go. 
It's the golden age of ass eating. It's the gold. We are entering a golden age of ass eating. It's like what Andy Bernard said on the last episode of The Office. Like, isn't there'd be a cool way? It'd be great if there were a way to know that you're in the good old days, people. We are in the good old days of ass eating right now. We're in them. Start chomping. You are smell those roses. Mm-hmm. I know how they're going to smell, but Freshly smell them. snipped brown rose. Just think when you're on the rocking chair with your grandchildren around you talking about how much ass that you ate when you were in college, you young kids. Same way like a grandfather now would be like, I saw Babe Ruth hit a home run. Because like, mm-hmm. that's you know the golden age of baseball. Well, we're in it, folks. I live through right Hulkamania, now. Grant. That's what I, I'll be telling my Hulkamania. kids. Hulkamania. Mm-hmm. But I'm... But I have I ba- I barely snacked ass. You tell him about him uh, eating King Kong Bundy's ass, or I don't I never saw WrestleMania <laughs> two. Is that what happened? They were in a cage. From the sounds of it, a lot of people ate Andre the Giant's ass uh, unwillingly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, there is no topic we cannot turn into wrestling, Matt. So <laughs> this is your fault. I'm okay with that. Hey, I I just like I said I didn't take a lot of notes and I thought you know what eventually if we talk about Hulk Hogan eating King Kong Bundy's ass then we will have, we will have successfully made our way. Um, and he tossed we, his salad it, for, I don't know. for a five count. It's, it's a fact. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's what King Kong Bundy had the five count. We we somehow covered a lot of ground here, uh, given my <laughs> notes. Ground. But let's uh, let's just quickly wrap up. There's just a few things that I want to. Um, Decide, you know, we started off at the top of the hour uh, saying that we're pretty close to a secret society ourselves, right? We have Little Captain Travis, we have the exclusive mm-hmm. members, we have tiers. Um, and I think that, like, how to become a member is obvious. You listen to every single uh, episode of Free Legal Advice podcast. And then we, it's in there. at that point, when, and, and the sooner the better because they're, we're adding new ones every week. Once you listen to the most recent episode, we take the plunger out of your butt. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I can't stress enough, the sooner the better. Uh, but that's that's how you become a member we'll of Little Cat and Travis. Um, Corey already mentioned for handshake, we need we, we, we need some sort of nuclear code style, two hands, two shakes, two, mm-hmm. two all five digits. authentication. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, Maybe this already exists. I was going to say, how should we identify a, a member of Little Captain Travis when you're out in the wild? But this has actually happened to me before. I happened to be a couple years ago in our hometown at a hamburger establishment. Um, I'm waiting in the window to pick up a, a Titan burger, and someone just yells, Little Captain Travis. And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> it, it was indeed a, a member of Little Captain Travis and perhaps mm-hmm. even a more secret tier. Hey, what was your reaction what mine would have been, which would have been to put my car in gear, hit the gas, and drive away, <laughs> saying, no, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> but I think rather than some, you know, other symbol, I think you just, just go around yelling, little Captain Travis, and if mm-hmm. someone yells it back... No one know what that means, except they, members of the exactly. secret society. Matt, I then think they, we should hand out, as a secret society, what you just said as instructions to just shout, hey, little Captain Travis, to everyone, but that's what's printed on our can koozie. Yes. I mean, yeah, it's going to be printed on all of our merch that you will be wearing and using. Actively. Shout little Captain yeah. Travis at everyone. Grant, you just answered that, my regalia. I was like, the, well, uh, what's our regalia here for the... It, it's it's our merch store. You got to buy it the regalia. through the Cave. It's, it's how we let everyone know that you're in the thing 
but then also secretly, you know, you don't tell them anything about the thing because it's secret. And very frankly, uh, the secret society aspect is that we, we have a, a, a part of we have the editing part of we have made can koozies in the past. I am drinking out of one right now. Mm-hmm. There's uh, many of them. I have at least two or of five them. different. Uh, we do have merch and secret gear, but you have to ask to get it. You have to... Uh, don't tell them how to do it. Oh, shit. Sorry, 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 sorry. Uh, there's a mysterious Coos Cave where merch can be perched. We got a deal on koozies, but when I say bulk, it was a bulk of koozies. So th- when we talk about regalia, it's just going to be a picture of a robe on a Coos Cup. It's going to be a picture of a gavel on a Coos Cup. It's going to be a picture of a sash. There, it's all koozies, but I'm we've still working a variety on. Uh, of- I've, I've figured out a way to like you unsew the sides, and then you can like tessellate them into like a big you know piece of fabric. Then you can like cut a suit, sew a suit out of them, out of just <laughs> purely out of uh, out of uh, koozies. Then you'll never stay too hot or cold. I mean, if you want to be cold, it'll be as Perfect cold as you want to be. Look, mm-hmm. temperature. get the regulation. temperature you want to be, then put this on. <laughs> yeah, d- if you're a different temperature, but when you put that on, you're fucked. Hey, if I got to tell you how to use you're a koozie suit. You're without a plunger. <laughs> That's going on a koozie. Now you're up um. shit's creek with a turd for a paddle, boy. Yep, anyway. The only, the only thing we're missing, and I don't know if we need this, uh, oh yeah, koozies with a paddle. Like uh, Grant, make make that happen. Um, the only thing we're missing is like a clubhouse, uh, and I suppose you know we're we're meeting online, we're meeting in the internet and listening to this. But what what could we do? We need a clubhouse. Is the digital cyberverse our clubhouse? <laughs> Let's meet in the metaverse. Twitter no and Instagram. Instagram. <laughs> we, have, digital... we have places you can see. I like the digital cyberverse. Uh, is our is our clubhouse? Uh, well, little Captain Travis, if you would like to be a member of Little Captain Travis, uh, all you got to do is listen to every episode, uh, and and then th- there there will be some small initiation fees and some ritual fees and some regalia fees. Every and single so one, forth, English and Spanish, got to go through both language options. And we take the dollar and yen, uh, but mm-hmm. email us. I prefer uh, yen. Email us your uh, essay f- to enter uh, why we should select you as a member of Little Captain Travis to uh, Gmail. We're on, uh, we're at Free Legal Advice Podcast at gmail.com. If you guys want to hear a full explanation of all of George Washington's gang tattoos, you can check it out on Instagram. Follow us over there. We are at Free Legal Advice Podcast. Latin Kings didn't see that one coming. And like Grant always says, the the place where you really want to find all of the secret shit, like the real secret shit out on the cyber web space, uh, it's going to be on Twitter. Uh, the the real Nighthawks know uh, we're on Twitter, <laughs> at FreeLegalPod. And if you like the show and ass eating, have I got news for you. <laughs> Go uh, right now, do we chew brownie. That's right. Right. Right now, all I uh, should, uh, I believe I can fly should be playing underneath this. <laughs> <laughs>
classic bit. Episode 190. So we got we got our characters, good cast of characters, roaming around the world here. Uh, I just thought of this, because here's the thing. Y'all, you want characters to root for. You want those good guys doing good. Right. And obviously, we all understand, no one wants bad. Bad is bad, oh, and we don't bad. want bad. And right. this is why there has never been a bad character in history. But that's mm. about to change right now. Oh, Whoa. shit. We're, we're going to have a bad character. I think I'm going to call them a villain. Mm. Oh. Interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Purposefully. We're going to purposefully make somebody bad. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be intentional. <laughs> okay. Uh, so imagine good, but bad. It's like a good thing, but it's the opposite. Like, okay. Like if you're if you're okay. going good, do a one eighty and then just take off running. Like backwards skating, mm. but forwards. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Like speed two, but with a bus instead of a boat. Um, <laughs> uh, the villain, I feel like, to really sell the pure evil, we have a demon of of pure evil made of evil. Whoa. He became Hell's archfiend after Ooh. murdering the previous archfiend. He's even more ruler, more evil than the ruler of Hell was. Whoa! He's he's like double Hell. Whoa! His name is Larry Caldwell, but his friends call him Bug. <laughs> <laughs> bug. Oh, Bug Caldwell. Oh, Bug Caldwell. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's a real some bitch. Uh, oh yeah. He's incorrigible. So yeah. dare not speak his Don't name. Don't get him started. <laughs> so, <laughs> That's the last thing you want to do. Cal's going to have a hell of a time. The bug whose name we dare not speak. Mm. I, it, will there be, a, I'm picturing maybe an iconic moment where, you know, maybe Cal's just got uh, done, you know, slaying a couple dozen, you know, nameless morks. And then, you know, uh, cut to like bug arriving in the distance and, and Cal says, here comes trouble. Whoa. <laughs> Classic. I think, uh, you know, we've invented lots of things today, but I feel like they're not all going to be winners. That one should probably <laughs> never, ever be said. I feel like that particular phrase. <laughs> couldn't couldn't get that one by you. <laughs> it's a little too heinous. You know, I think we want, we got, we want people to buy this, man. I mean, come on. Uh, I thought that was my chance to sneak one past. Are we going for an R rating or not? Because if we're not hitting R, then I think we can skip the trouble line. Books are rarely R-rated, so I think we can. I think we're good. We all learned something that day. Turn internet over.